Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am your host, Josh Davis, also known as Crash, and I am joined by the one and only Steve Miller, aka Miller Time. Steve, how are you doing tonight? Ready for week 14? I am. Week 14 last uh, last week before fantasy playoffs and, and year-long leagues. And True. I mean, yeah. I need a lot to, I need a lot to happen to get me in, but you know, there's always that that hope or that chance. So you're like the uh, the Packers right now. They need about 25 different things, and they have to win out. So yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep, sitting yeah. at six, seven. Need to have in seven the, wins to get in, and in need the old, win, uh, and, need, need, and need some losses. So right, right. In the old uh, Dumb and Dumber, you're saying there's a chance <laughs> category. Exactly. So <laughs> totally understand. Um, uh, yeah, so I, it's hard to believe it's already week 14. You know, we're only a few weeks away from the season being over. feels like it just started in some ways. So, uh, but yeah, looking to finish the season strong. Um, hopefully we can help some people with, like you were talking about, their fantasy playoffs as they're going into those. And uh, we've got quite a few teams on by this week. Um, There's six teams, the Packers, the Bears, the Falcons, the Colts, the Saints, and the Commanders. They're all in by this week. So we didn't have. I don't think we had anyone on by last week, but this week we've got 16. So um, let's go ahead. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the slate. The first game we have on tap, we have the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. 1 p.m. Eastern start time. Buffalo is favored by 10. Um, has a 43 over under, and there is a 47% chance of snow with 11 mile an hour winds. So how are you feeling about this? Game. Who are your favorite plays? Uh, <clears throat> anything you don't like about this game? Let's go from there. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be an awesome game. It's a great divisional round or uh, rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Jets won last time. Uh, you know, let's see if let's see if they can do it again. Um, a ten point favorite for the Bills. It's pretty steep. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably go the other way with that one. Yeah, um, it's pretty steep. I agree. Mm-hmm. There's some uh, there's some interesting plays, and then there's you know the the what do you do type of thing, mm-hmm. um, like uh, starting at the running back position with the Jets. They've been kind of you know kind of all over the place this year with running backs. Uh, Michael Carter got hurt a couple weeks ago. Zonovan Knight came in, um, got a huge share of the the carries. Um, you know James Robinson was the healthy scratch. And last week he didn't do much, even when he got into the system. I don't know if he's going to be scratched this week again. Michael Carter's supposed to be healthy. Um, who can you trust in this backfield? I, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm with uh, Michael you. Carter it's, being back, uh, so there's there's some questions there. And then uh, as far as going into the Bills' backfield, James Cook looks like he's taken over that position, but Devin Singletary's still there, so. You know, again, it's like a pick your poison or, or you got to really choose that guy properly. So as mm-hmm. far as the running backs go in, in these games, I'm uh, I'm kind of staying away from them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I totally I totally agree with you on that. Um, I do like I will say I do like James Cook a little bit. I think that, you know, he, with the snow and everything else going on and he's been getting more carries of late. He's a bigger back than Devin Singletary. I think he's a valuable play. Uh, he's 4,600 on DraftKings, 6,100 on FanDuel, $14 on Yahoo. But outside of that, I mean, I'm completely with you on fading the running backs. I think that, that that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, 
you know, as far as quarterbacks in this game, you know, you can always play Josh Allen. Um, he's kind of a mm-hmm. start week in, week out. Um, again, I think, uh, you know, the, the Jets are really good against the receiver. Um, you know, Josh Allen's main man, uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, he's obviously going to get his, his, uh, his, his targets and um, his opportunities. But I think the ball is going to be spread around quite a bit. Um, this week between all of his receivers um, receiver. I really like in this game is, is Garrett Wilson for the jets. Um, he kind of demands the targets. He, you know, uh, he's really good. He's a really good receiver. In, in my opinion, he's going to be rookie of the year um, for, uh, uh, for the jets. They probably have both rookie of the years on their team um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with Garrett Wilson and with a uh, resource Gardner. And then they had it back in like week five with Brees Hall. So, um, you know, they're doing good things over there in New York and bringing in the right personnel and making the good decisions. So um, I actually like, uh, I like the Jets in this game. I'm hoping that okay. this one off. Even though they're in Buffalo, you still like the Jets, huh? I do. I like the coach. I like, I like what he brings. And yeah, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a hand me win. I, I think it's going to be a close, you know, a close, 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 close game. And I think they have better chance with Mike White in there mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, Zach Wilson. So yeah, um, it's all looking on the uppity up for the Jets in this one. Yeah, I definitely agree with you about um, Zach Wilson, you know, versus Mike White. I think Mike White's definitely given them a more stable um, mm-hmm. quarterback situation and they, uh, they should be uh, able to win some games here down the stretch to get in the playoffs. Um yeah, Garrett Wilson, one of my top plays. He's fifty nine hundred on DraftKings, seventy two hundred on FanDuel, twenty two dollars on Yahoo. Josh Allen is actually one of the higher owned quarterbacks on this slate um, on both FanDuel and Yahoo. Not as much on DraftKings, but that was a little bit interesting to me. I didn't expect that. I figured that you know Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins, maybe Jalen Hurts would be the top three. But uh, he's actually, I believe he's the number one projected on quarterback on some of the slates. So the Jets have been very good against wide receivers and quarterbacks in general. So that's surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually kind of, you know, I I guess people still think think it's the old Jets. Right. Yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. so. But it's definitely not. Well, let's go on to the next game. We've got the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals, 1 p.m. Eastern start time. Cincinnati's favored by five and a half. Uh, has a 46 and a half over under. It's a little bit interesting to me that Cincinnati's favored like that. I mean, yeah, they're at home. Uh, but if you look at the matchups re- recently, Joe Burrow has actually really struggled against the Browns. So I don't know all the ins and outs of why that is. Um, do you have any insight on what that? what that has been the cause of that or, you know, I'm, I'm not sure maybe because of the quarterback play of Deshaun Watson. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't done too well since he's come back in. He's getting yeah. his system down, getting his feet wet. Um, you know, the offense of, of the Browns didn't really do much last week. It was their defense mm-hmm. you know, against the Texans that, uh, you know, that school scored a milestone of points. Right. Um, last week. So hopefully you had Cleveland's defense in your lineups. Uh, but, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm unsure of uh, of of why the you know why the the Bengals are favored that much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is Amari Cooper playing this week? 
he's questionable, but I think he's supposed to play. Um, okay. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of the plays on my radar. You know, it's it's a little bit different now though with the Deshaun Watson at quarterback. I don't know exactly how that target share and everything's going to go. Uh, Najoku's supposed to be back for them, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see where all the targets go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but as as far as running backs go, I like uh, I like both running backs on both sides in this game. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like Chubb and I like Mixon. Um, Perrine did a great job when 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 Mixon's been out, but um, I think uh, I think he's going to get a majority of the carries tomorrow. Mixon, um, yeah. I think yeah, with Mixon, and I, I like both of them. Um, as far as uh, receivers go, I'm not sure with Amari Cooper. Um, I'm actually leaning more towards T. Higgins in this one, as far as okay. the receiver choose for mm-hmm. the for the Bengals. Um, you know, he always does this great. I mean, both of them usually do really great this time of year, but yeah. uh, I, I have a feeling that they're gonna they're gonna try to shut down Jamar Chase, and, and T. Higgins is gonna he's gonna benefit from that. I, I think mm-hmm. he'll get one on ones, and um, yeah. I think he has a better chance of getting opening open. Yeah tomorrow so i agree i like both running backs as well uh nick chubb is only currently four percent owned on DraftKings and fanduel and only one percent on yahoo he's had some really nice games against the Bengals. he had 28.4 DraftKings points in their matchup on halloween um he's 7800 on DraftKings, 8400 on fanduel 32 dollars on yahoo i do like amari cooper as well um 6200 on DraftKings, 7300 on fanduel 24 dollars on yahoo He's averaged uh, 18.2 DraftKings points his last five games, and he did have 26 DraftKings points against the Bengals in that mm-hmm. last matchup. Um, on the on the Bengals side, the Browns have allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs this year, so I definitely like Joe Mixon. I think, like you said, he'll probably get the bulk of the carries. Um, he's 6,900 on DraftKings, 8,500 on FanDuel, $29 on Yahoo!, he is supposed to be pretty chalky, but he has averaged 28 DraftKings points in four games at home against Cleveland. So he's definitely been putting up big numbers at home against the Browns. So it's a little surprising that Burrow struggled against them as much as he has um, with uh, with his record, you know, winning and losing uh, with Mixon playing that well. So, yeah, uh, pretty interesting. <clears throat> yeah, Nojoku is a pretty good play, too, for – for Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, this week, um, Hayden Hurst. He's um, he's not playing this week. Uh, on the other side of the ball, their their next guy up, I believe, is Drew Sample. Yeah, yeah. Um, could be a could be a, a plug play. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have the quarterback. The quarterback's really good. So, um, but uh, but I, I like Najoku. I think I think he's a tight end that you can have in your lineup this okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, the next game we have the Houston Texans at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is favored by 17. <laughs> That's probably the biggest wow. I've seen in the year. I know there was one, um, was it the Rams, I think, and the Chiefs, where the Chiefs were favored by like 16. But Yeah. What about the uh, – think back in 2020 when um, there was no starting court. All the quarterbacks were were out with, uh, with Denver. Oh, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kendall Hinton was the starting quarterback. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think that was a giant point spread. I, I don't know who they were playing. I think they were playing the Saints. Um, yeah, but, that sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they had a huge, huge point spread that game. Huge point spread, Uh, But as far as this year goes, I do believe 17 is the largest I've seen because the second largest would be that Kansas City Rams game a couple weeks ago with Bryce Perkins starting. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so Dallas is favored by 17. It has a 44 over under. This game is getting quite a bit of ownership. Um, Tony Pollard, the Dallas defense primarily. Anybody else that you like besides those two? Um, in this game, uh, yeah, I actually like uh, I like CD Lamb in this game. Um, okay. I think their uh, their number one draft pick Stingley, uh, I believe he's going to be out for the Texans. So, um, so I think uh, I think he would be he would have been the guy that would have been on CD Lamb. So, mm-hmm. um, I think CD Lamb's going to get the number two this week. Um, just hopefully the uh, you know the game's not over before halftime. And yeah. um, and then the second strings coming in because uh, you know that that's kind of the that's kind of what's been happening the Texans week in and week mm-hmm. out in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you might you might get burned if you play. Um, you know, you pay up for a, a Tony Pollard or even a Dak Prescott. You know, somebody like mm-hmm. that, and then he only gets like two and two and you know two and third quarters or however how many quarters he gets um and then they just pull the starters that would that would suck right. so hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully it stays relatively close so we can get a full game you know from the dallas side mm-hmm. um are you on the chalky dallas defense i am on the chalky dallas defense i have dallas in my year long and you yeah know, dallas has just been playing so well and um right. i don't think they're gonna stop now no. um you know I don't, so I, I, I don't know what they've they've averaged within the past four weeks but it's been a lot um yeah so so, so I, I i like dallas's defense a lot mm-hmm. um I, I the other one of the guys i, I like damian pierce for for okay. houston yeah. i think they're gonna get him the ball um if there's a if there's a spot on dallas that um, we can kind of get by and, and try to, you know, um, mm-hmm. try to get rid of that pass rush. It, it's by running the ball against them. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I think Damian Pierce could be, could be a play this week as well. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, they're really banged up at wide receiver. They've got Philip mm-hmm. Dorsett, Chris Moore, and the cast off from green Bay, which they've been having wide receiver issues all year until Christian Watson kind of came on the scene. Uh, Amari Rogers, you know, so he he was primarily just a kick returner for us. So the fact that he's going to be their number three wide receiver, that's going to be interesting because I could see that I could see their uh, pass game just absolutely getting destroyed. <laughs> they just oh, don't yeah, have absolutely. I mean, Michael Parsons and all those guys are going to just be running all over uh, Davis mm-hmm. Mills, running after him, chasing after him, taking him down. So, yeah, I definitely like the Dallas defense as well as does everybody else. Um, the, the next game we have, 1 p.m. Eastern, the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Detroit, this is the surprise spread of the week, I think. Detroit is favored by two, even though they're five and seven, and the Vikings are 10 and two, uh, with a 51 and a half over under. That is a monster number. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we uh, stack like three or four guys from each side of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on really where you want to go with as far as quarterbacks. I think both quarterbacks are in play. Um, Jared Goff's been playing really well. Um, you know, he's kind of at full strength as, as far as his offensive weapons go. 
Um, he's going to have Jamison Williams in the lineup for the second time in, mm-hmm. you know, in two weeks. So he's going to be a little bit more involved. Um, yeah. I like, uh, you know, as far as running backs go, I like uh, Jamal Williams and I like um, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift's been getting the ball a little bit more. Um, you yeah. know, he's been vulturing back his tight ends from or his uh, touchdowns from from Jamal Williams, vulturing him back. Mm-hmm. But I do like both those running backs. I, they use them a lot. Um, and um, and then on the other side of the ball, I think I, I like Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah. You know, Dalvin Cook does play pretty well against the Lions. Um, he looks real explosive. The the team is winning. I think, you know, this is going to be a great game. I, it's going to a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of points, a lot of, you know, uh, they're going to be they're going to be at their best. I think this week. So, yeah, um, I'm excited about a lot of players in this game. Who are you? Yeah, the most I mean, you've about? got you've got the plays you mentioned. You've got the T.J. Hawkinson revenge game going back yep. to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, both Cousins and Goff, of course. The interesting play to me is going to be Justin Jefferson. Now, if Jeff Okuda is out, which he's questionable, I definitely think Jefferson should be a top three wide receiver tomorrow. But mm-hmm. if he's he's if he's in there, he did a really good job on Jefferson last time they played. Um, he only had three catches for 14 yards. And mm-hmm. it's hard for me to imagine Jefferson being, you know, held down like that again. But at nine thousand on DraftKings, ninety three hundred on FanDuel, and forty dollars on Yahoo, that's a pretty hefty price to pay if he only gets like say fifteen, you know, fantasy points. Um, right. So Jefferson is, if Okuda sits, he's a must play, I think. But if Okuda plays, he might be a fade for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just not sold on on uh, paying that much for that. So for that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for yeah, that, it's, like, you know, it's yeah. like uh it's like you know Devontae Adams on Thursday night. Um, mm-hmm. you always want to get Devontae Adams, but because and Jalen Ramsey hasn't been really playing that well this year. Right. Um, but out of all the games, that's the game he stepped up and kind of held him in check. He still got 71 yards, but right. But he wasn't really targeted that much, much, you know. No, like, he wasn't. He wasn't thrown to at all in the second half. Yeah, yeah. They just ran the ball a ton with Josh Jacobs. So yeah even though he had a hand injury, which was interesting to me. I mean, you could at least throw – I would have thrown probably at least three or four more passes Devontae's way. He's just too good mm-hmm. and too explosive. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so so Jefferson is all dependent upon if Okuda plays. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, if not, then I'll probably have Jefferson. And then on Detroit, like I said, Jared Goff, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Minnesota's allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers – He's mm-hmm. the obvious chalky wide receiver play tomorrow. Uh, I still like DJ Chark. I mean, I think yeah. they've been getting him involved a little bit lately, and you don't know exactly how long it'll be before Jamison Williams, you know, gets steps out and does even thirty percent, yeah. you know, of the snaps. Mm-hmm. He's he's way down there right now. So you know, if he only gets like ten snaps, then even yeah. though he's still low priced, he's still not going to probably meet value unless he gets a touchdown. Right. Yeah. Snaps. So has no floor at all. Right. Yeah. There's, there's really no floor. Um, You know, I guess if he caught, if he caught a long touchdown that at 4,400 on DraftKings, 4,500 on FanDuel, $10 on Yahoo, he would be worth it. Uh, You know, it's, it's a lot more of a pretty even comparison on DraftKings between Chark and Williams uh, because he's 40, Chark's 4,300. He's actually cheaper than Williams. 
and uh, Williams is 4,400 on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, Chark is 5,700, whereas yeah. Williams is 4,500. So the yeah. best value for uh, Williams is definitely on FanDuel uh, and Yahoo. So, yeah, I, I think but I do like, but I do like Shark. Shark's got a really solid floor. Yeah. Um, and if you if you throw a touchdown in any of those mixes that he's had in the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, he had some really decent points. Um, almost broke a hundred last week. I think he had ninety eight yards. Um, so I, I like Shark. And Shark looks good. Yeah, uh, he does. Yeah, he does. Nice, yeah. nice game last week against his former team. And, mm-hmm. and like I said on DraftKings, where he's a th- he's a hundred dollars cheaper, you know, than Williams. Right. So the decision's kind of been made for me. So I definitely like him on DraftKings. Um, The next game, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. This should be another really good game. Um, Philadelphia is favored by seven. It is supposed to have a 40% chance of rain. It has a 45 over-under. So if it rains fairly decently, you know, that's a fairly high over-under. The Giants have been playing pretty good defense. Their numbers against Jalen Hurts, which is a small sample size, but – pretty surprising he's only averaged 6.6 DraftKings points in four games against the Giants so oh wow yeah they've really done a good job on him he had 16.7 which even that is you know better than 6.6 but it's nowhere near what you need for his Mm -hmm. price tag so I don't expect him to get that um you know low of a number but if he does he's really going to hurt a lot of people because he's pretty chalky Mm mm-hmm so yeah, it's crazy that it, they're uh, over unders at forty five, and uh, the Detroit Vikings game is at what fifty one. Fifty one. Mm-hmm. Expected to be that that close of comparison between the two games. I would I would stay way under on that on the mm-hmm. forty five. I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, you know that they, they a divisional rival that 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 plays each other pretty strong, and like you were saying, exactly. Jalen Hurts hasn't. Has it really performed like he's performed against other teams uh, mm-hmm. than the Giants? So I like that call. Yeah. Um, in this game, I I like uh you know I do like his running ability though, and and what he offers there, and is that's a potential of kind of trying to get him into your lineup, mm-hmm. uh, especially based on how many buys there are this week and and the different plays that you have. But um, on the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones, he's not in play for me. Um, yeah. As at running backs, uh, I think Saquon Barkley's dealing with a neck thing. They say yeah, it's right. Be, they say it's going to be a game time decision, and if he's able to play, that you know the the neck thing's not going to affect his performance on, on how he plays and how he runs and this and that. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's kind of one of those things. Is he in or out? Um, yeah. So the other one, yeah. Matt, Matt Breedy, Breida or Gary Brightwell. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that's not going to strike the fear in the hearts of the Eagles, that, you know, especially with Jordan Davis back on their defensive line. So, mm-hmm. and they've added in Dominican Sue and, and uh, Linville Joseph since that first matchup too. So yeah. Yeah. Barkley's out. That's going to be a tough, tough game for uh, the giants offense. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as, uh, as far as the Eagles go, um, uh, you know, there's other running backs that I would try to get into my lineup other than uh, Miles Sanders. Um, mm-hmm. they've, they've been splitting carries a lot. And as far as, you know, h- how much Jalen Hurts takes the ball in those RPOs, 
Um, you know, I'm kind of fading Sanders and, and Gainwell and pretty much all the running backs for the, yeah. for the Eagles. Um, you know, as far as receivers go, I, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't know why last week you could have went with either Devontae Smith or AJ Brown. They both had pretty, uh, pretty awesome games. Right. Um, yeah. This week I would, uh, I, I like how Devontae Smith is when he gets the ball. Um, he tends to, he tends to get more separation than AJ Brown mm-hmm. as far as getting open. So I like Devontae Smith in this game out of all the receivers. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that Devontae Smith is probably my favorite wide receiver too. Um, he's he's his ownership is decent. He's sixty three hundred on DraftKings, seven thousand on FanDuel, sixteen dollars on Yahoo. Uh, AJ Brown missed the first game against them, so we don't really have any numbers to compare it to. But um, he's he's right up there with you know Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown and the price tag. And I probably would prefer both of those guys over him. So yeah. um, I'm probably not going to go there. So the other the other play I do like, though, I like the Eagles defense. Uh, yeah. They're probably going to get lower owned because of everybody going to, I think, Dallas and uh, uh, who's the other one? I think Pittsburgh actually is one of the other ones uh, going up against Tyler Huntley. They're getting quite a bit of ownership. So with that being said, I think the Eagles defense is kind of sneaky tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a good play. The next game we have is the one I just mentioned with the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh is favored by one and a half, has a 36 and a half over under. So much over uh, lower over under than we've been talking about here in the last couple of games. Uh, not really a whole lot I like in this game. Um, even if Lamar Jackson was playing, I don't think I would like this game that much. And I guess the only play I really like on the Ravens is Mark Andrews. Um, yep. There's 17 DraftKings points last year with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. And then um, I do think, I do think the Steelers are probably going to get George Pickens the ball a little bit more. I know he was really upset that last game and it was looking like Deontay Johnson might even be out this game. So if he would have been out, then Pickens would have been a really nice play, but um, I still think Pickens is a little sneaky in this game, but definitely not my favorite game here at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. And it's, uh, yeah, what you were mentioning about how Huntley and Andrews were together last year. Um, Huntley had a stretch of games where, where Andrews, you know, had double digit fantasy points every oh, week. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it was, uh, that's obviously his target. And that's like who he likes to go to. So mm-hmm. I like Mark Andrews a lot in this game. As far as running backs go for the Ravens, I, I don't know which route they're going. I don't know if J.K. Dobbins is supposed to be back. Gus Edwards and and Drake were kind of in the mix last week, so um, you know. And, so they did activate they did activate J.K. Dobbins today, and mm-hmm. he's eligible to make his return tomorrow. But we don't know if he's going to play. If he plays, how many snaps he's going to get? So that's right. definitely a risky, more of a GPP play for sure. Yep. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Um, yeah. And then. Um, and then I don't like the steel uh, Najee Harris. I, you know, he's, he's had a mm-hmm. couple decent weeks, but I, I don't like him in this matchup. Ravens yeah. are actually pretty good against the run this year. Right. So um, I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, but what you were saying with George Pickens, you know, asking for, uh, you know, for more targets, more, more to be seen more. And, 
You know, the mm -hmm. guy is it's such a dominant big player, wins those one-on-one -on -one battles. Then uh, I like George Pickens. Um, I think he's a yeah. guy that, you know, if you were going to pick between, you know, whatever whatever dollar amount he is on a, on FanDuel or DraftKings and this and that, go look. And, you know, I think he's going to demand more targets than most of those yeah. guys that are, that are surrounded by him in right. uh, on DraftKings and FanDuel. So, so he's five thousand on DraftKings. He's sixty three hundred on FanDuel and eighteen dollars on Yahoo. So that DraftKings price, I mean, he's almost at that four yeah. K print, you know, range. So definitely like that five thousand on DraftKings. I think that's a really good price in the spot for him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not as far, and I'll get into full ownership later. But as far as his ownership right now, he's only at one point four percent on DraftKings. So that's really surprising mm -hmm. uh, because i mean if he gets you know 20 30 fantasy points which he's potentially capable of yeah and that's gonna that's gonna come close to breaking the slate so yeah he's a he's definitely a gpp sleeper for me for sure yeah I like it. uh the next game we have jacksonville at tennessee um jacksonville let's see uh, Trevor Lawrence is questionable. So that's toe, the toe injury. Yeah, dealing with a toe injury. So Tennessee is favored by three and a half, uh, 41 over under. Uh, a lot of this game is going to depend on if uh, Trevor Lawrence plays for me. What about for you? Yeah, same same goes with me too. Um, I like Tennessee at this time of year. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry this week. Yeah. And uh, and just kind of you know in the the mind of Mike Vrabel and slowing the clock down and controlling the game and controlling mm -hmm. time of possession. So um, I think it's going to be a low scoring game, and I think uh, Tennessee is going to hold the ball for for most of it. So yeah, <clears throat> that's kind of what uh, I see. He's kind of getting he's he's the highest projected own uh, player on on Fanduel right now. He's nine thousand. He's at 20.3% projected ownership. Mm -hmm. And um, and then he is the third highest projected on DraftKings at 20.2. And he is way down on Yahoo. I don't even see him yet. Let me see here. Looks like he's about roughly 15 to 20, somewhere around there, at 13.2%. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, but uh, um, and then on the other side of the ball with Travis Etienne, you know, he's been kind of banged up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he fumbled a ball last game. The game got way out of way out of hand uh, against Detroit. Um, yeah. Detroit's defense really was able to hold him in check, but um, and then and then he didn't play the last quarter because the game script was so messed up. And they, they started right. playing everyone else. Um, I would love to be able to put a lot of trust in him. But he's kind of uh, had a couple goose eggs. Well, not goose mm -hmm. eggs, but came up really, really short the past couple of weeks. So I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be trusting him and having him in your lineup this week. I mean, what do you think about it, Grash? Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I mean, this, uh, you know, this this whole situation with Trevor Lawrence is like I said, it's really going to determine where I go with this game. Um, Derrick Henry is probably the only play I like on this game from Tennessee side. Um, I think Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, though, I think they're both in play if Trevor Lawrence plays. 
mm-hmm. Tennessee's allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and they've allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers. So uh, definitely some opportunity here for those guys if Trevor Lawrence plays. But if not, then I would just either play Derrick Henry or fade this game, I think, if, if yep. uh, Lawrence fits. So, yeah. All right, next game we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos moving to the 4.05 start time uh, from prime time. They were originally scheduled to play on Sunday night, but they moved it because of the records and everything, the Broncos, I mean, the Broncos record. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they moved the Chargers and the Dolphins, which should be a really good game to Sunday night. Uh, so this game, Kansas City is favored by nine. It has a 44 over under. It's in Denver. Um Games in Denver typically are pretty low scoring. So mm-hmm. even though it's the Chiefs, I kind of feel like this is going to be a lower scoring game, you know, maybe like a 24-17 type game, um, a lot lower than, you know, you would normally think for a Chiefs game for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and with that being said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's the way the game plays out mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, otherwise, if it goes the other way, I would fade – Latavius Murray, um, yes. but uh, starting with the quarterbacks, um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to, to sit Patrick Mahomes, but Denver's defense is, you know, they played everyone really, really strong this year. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. seen stats. Um, if the, you know, if the Broncos were to score an extra eight points every game, they would, they would only have like two or three losses of the year. Oh, wow. Um, Huh. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their defense is only uh, given up 13 points per game um, this year. Mm-hmm. So, which is which is crazy. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that with Denver, but because right. their their offense is just just not good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is Russell Wilson's game where where uh, where he throws a couple touchdowns and, and 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 makes makes a lot of happen, and maybe they pull off the upset this week. Um, you know, it's the NFL and mm-hmm. <laughs> anything can happen. And, True. Uh, and the way that the way that something like this could happen is by having a having a pretty solid defense. So mm-hmm. um, it would be something great to see. I would love to see that. I'd love I'd love yeah. for everything to get a little tighter in the AFC as well as far yeah. as playoffs coming in. So that would be very interesting if that were to happen. Um, for me, I like. I think Travis Kelsey is still in a decent spot. I mean, the wide receivers is what Denver's really been shutting down. Uh, they've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So I think that um, tight end is a little bit, you know, a little bit better spot to, to attack the Denver defense. Um, and Kelsey kind of had a down game last game. Uh, quite a really had a down game really yeah, he did. Uh, against mm-hmm. the Bengals. So I, I like him here. Um, he's 7,600 on DraftKings, 8,000 on FanDuel, 36 on Yahoo. The other play I like is the Chiefs defense, um, 3,900 on DraftKings, 4,500 on FanDuel, $15 on Yahoo. They're projected to go pretty low owned. And, uh, I think they're in a good spot against Denver. As you mentioned, their offense has really been struggling this year. And I just think that if they can, you know, get a few picks on Wilson, they can really get him rattled. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like their defense. Um, the we, not the last game. We got two games left. Next game we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it starts at 4:25 p.m. Eastern. 
San Francisco is favored by three and a half, uh, over under 37 and a half. Of course, the big news here, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy is starting for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's about a 39% chance of rain with nine mile an hour winds. So uh, what's your feel on this game? Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers in this game. I do think it's gonna be a low scoring game between the two, but um, you know, I like Tom Brady more than I like Brock Purdy. Um, Mr. Irrelevant this last year, in case anyone didn't know. Right. Uh, last last guy drafted. So uh pretty interesting there. But um I like uh, you know, I like how um, the Buccaneers came together and was able to to get that win collectively last mm-hmm. week. Um, I like how they use Leonard Fournette. I like how they, you know, between Leonard Fournette and Rasheed White, they, they use them pretty well. Um, you know, uh, Brady, um, you know, he threw his first pick last week, at, you know, for, uh, the first pick since I think, I think it was week three. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, uh, but Brady's playing better. Um, he looks better, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I think he's gonna I think he's gonna uh, outplay uh, Brock Purdy on the other side. And you know, again, it's gonna be a defensive battle, but I, low scoring. But I think the Buccaneers are gonna pull it out. Yeah, I think he got a new girlfriend too. That's the rumor I saw on the internet. So uh, um, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely feeling better. I think, but um, and he's I mean he's definitely shown. I mean, if you look at it, ever since you know, from the beginning of the year, going through that divorce and all that. And then after that divorce, it seems like his plays really picked up since then. So with him having a girlfriend now and everything, I'm sure he's just going to keep getting better and, you know, more like what we're used to seeing from Tom Brady. But anyway, I do like the Bucks defense um, in this game. They're 2,900 on DraftKings, 3,900 on FanDuel, $17 on Yahoo. Um, they would be my top play from the Bucks, And I like, George Kittle, his price, 4300 on DraftKings. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's been struggling of late, so I get it from that standpoint. But Tampa Bay's really struggled against tight ends. They've allowed the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. And, I mean, it's George Kittle. You know, at some point yep. he's going to break out. And so uh-huh. I, I want to be ahead of that when he does, you know. For sure. And he's going to be Purdy's, uh, you know, Safety blanket. Uh, safety blanket. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I do like that call. Um, um he's so forty three hundred on DraftKings, fifty nine hundred on FanDuel, nineteen dollars on Yahoo. So yeah, it's pretty reasonable all across the board. Um, I think that that would do it for this game. The last game of the day we have at four twenty five as well. Carolina at Seattle. Seattle's favored by four. Has a forty four and a half over under. Um, looks like. Carolina is pretty healthy. I don't really see anybody on their injury report. Uh, Kenneth Walker, the third, is looking like he's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, if he plays, then, of course, he's going to be a really good play. Uh, he's been fantastic since he started, you know, starting for Seattle. And then uh, DK Metcalf is listed as questionable, but he's on track to play. Um, I kind of lean towards Tyler Lockett in this game. I don't know about you. But um, who else do you like from this game? Um, yeah, so that uh, I've been following the running back situation this week with uh, with Seattle all week long. Um, not mm-hmm. only is Kenneth Walker questionable, hasn't practiced all week long, but DJ Dallas, the backup, hasn't practiced all week long either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The guy that the guy that could be potentially in play, more of a third down back, but he would get 
lead lead role responsibility would be Travis Homer. If uh, if either one of those guys don't play, they did elevate uh, um, a running back. Uh, I forget what his name is for for Seahawks. Uh, they were supposed to elevate any guys from the practice squad today. They elevated one running back, but not a running back that they signed recently, like Wayne Gallman. They just signed this week, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't yeah. elevate them. So they elevated one running back. So I'm assuming they think uh, one of those two running backs are going to play in, in Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think they would have elevated more running backs. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but if if you've watched this and follow it, and um, if you have a guy like, a, if you, let's say you just have Kenneth Walker and you have him in your lineup, um, and uh, just just keep following it, make sure that he's not playing, and, and you can pivot from there to go into a, go into, you know, a Travis Homer. Um, he's not going to give you the same play, but um, mm-hmm. having that type of volume, I think uh, I think he's definitely worth the play. I, how much is he? And um, Kenneth Walker? Yeah. He is 6800 on DraftKings, 7600 on FanDuel, and $29 on Yahoo. So, yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, you know, he's he's been above 8K on FanDuel uh, at – a couple weeks ago so yeah it's not mm-hmm. too bad not yeah too bad. but it's a it's a potential of being able to pivot with those with the those afternoon games because we're not going to know um, right the active or the inactives before the f- first game so um trying to strategically use your your money mm-hmm. um in order to get uh, to try to have kenneth walker and maybe there's a receiver in one of the earlier or uh one of those one another two o'clock game and and kind of and kind of play back and forth with that yeah and and be able to try to maximize your money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally agree there uh anything on the carolina side or just just well on the carolina side i like dante foreman um Mm -hmm. i like uh you know i actually even like chubba hubbard in this game if you i actually went to the game last week when the seahawks played the Played the Rams and Cam Akers scored. Um, oh yeah, on the, yeah. You know, and a, a lot of a lot of other guys ran the ball, um, mm-hmm. did pretty well against it. Seattle's not very good against the run, um, right? You know, they're they're I don't know, maybe like 29th out of 32 teams. Yeah, they're them. they're exactly they're third uh, in fantasy points allowed. So they've allowed the most third most third fantasy. most fantasy points to running backs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think both those running backs could be in play. I like Foreman more than I like uh Hubbard. However, mm-hmm. if it gets into um which I don't think it will, but if it gets into that game script and Geno Smith just goes out there and starts slinging it and yeah. scoring a bunch of touchdowns, I think uh, I think Hubbard's going to get more more touches throughout the game. Yeah. I like that call. Uh, real quick here, let's just take a look at the ownership on DraftKings. Amon Ross St. Brown, number one at 26.4. Joe Mixon, 23.6. Derrick Henry, 20.2. Tony Pollard, 19.8. Justin Jefferson, 18.9. DeAndre Swift, 18.2. Greg Dulcich, 16%. Cowboys defense, 15.5. Uh, C.D. Lamb, 15, Jamar Chase, 14.7, Dalvin Cook, 14.5, D.J. Moore, 14.4, Garrett Wilson, 14, Adam Thielen, 13.6, Steelers defense, 13.5, and Jared Goff, 13.3. On FanDuel, Derrick Henry, number one at 20.3, 
Amon Ross St. Brown, 20. Kenneth Walker at 19.7. Tony Pollard at 18.5. Joe Mixon, 16.9. Christian McCaffrey, 16.3. CeeDee Lamb, 15.1. Josh Allen, 14.4. Justin Jefferson, 14.1. Tied with Saquon Barkley at 14.1. Travis Kelsey, 13.9. Stefan Diggs, 13.2, tied with the Steelers defense at 13.2. And then you have Travis Etienne and DeAndre Swift tied at 12.7. Yahoo, we have DeAndre Swift, number one, at 47%. Uh, He's $16, so he is a little bit cheaper, but that is extremely high uh, chalk for a running back. Um, Joe Mixon, 26.2. Travis Etienne, 24.2. Damian Pierce, 22. Steelers defense, 22. Josh Allen, 21.2. Dalvin Cook, 21. Amon Ross St. Brown, 19.6. Latavius Murray. There's a Latavius Murray sighting, 19. Um, Cowboys defense, 18.8. CeeDee Lamb, 17.7. Christian McCaffrey, 17.4. And then Saquon Barkley, 16.6. TJ Hawkinson, 16.2. Anything in that list uh, on those three websites that stands out to you? You know, uh, a lot of numbers. Um, no, yeah, you know, I'm not. Which one stands out the most to you, Josh? The the uh, Swift forty seven percent on Yahoo. That's yeah. that's super high. That uh, is the next closest is Joe Mixon at twenty six. So, uh-huh. <laughs> especially within, within a committee, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with him and Jamal Williams, exactly. So I think on Yahoo, you know, on GPPs, you could you could definitely fade Swift for Williams or anyone really. But forty seven percent that that definitely has a bust potential. If Williams vultures yeah, his touchdowns, you know, like uh-huh. you do. So that's very interesting to me. Um, well, we don't have, we still don't have clearance on Boom Fantasy. I haven't gotten a. Uh, all clear on that yet so we won't do that uh let's go ahead and give away one of the tickets um okay real quick here don't really see very many people in here tonight they may have not gotten a mem. they may not have gotten a memo that we were moving to saturday might have been thinking we're doing it tomorrow which i hope not because then we'll have some disappointed people uh to tune in tomorrow um so don thompson you're today's winner. If you could reach us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, or you can send me a direct email, jpdavis1982 at gmail.com, and I will make sure that you get your uh, ticket for the, the Millie Maker tomorrow. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, Steve? Uh, nope. Nope. I think, okay. uh, I think we're good. And uh, one of my strongest plays is Garrett Wilson. So Garrett okay. Wilson is uh, – Probably my my strongest receiver play this week. I, I think, like, uh, yeah, I like I like Garrett Wilson too. I think that's a good play. Uh, I I heard he's probably going to be um, staying away from Trey White. You know, Trey White's back for the Bills, and he's probably going to be on Corey Davis out on the outside, and then Garrett Wilson will be in the slot. So probably be staying away from Trey White defense. So I like that matchup for him for Garrett Wilson. 
All right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back again next week, uh, probably the same time, um, 8 o'clock Eastern on Saturday. And then once we get into the new year, we'll probably move back to Sundays for the few weeks we'll have left of the playoffs and the Super Bowl and all that. Uh, but hope everyone has a, a great night. And we will be back again next week when we look to crush it in NFL DFS. Thank you.